0: What's up everybody and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show.
1: This week on The Cart, we wrap up Smoke and Shadow Part 3. We are your hosts,
2: I'm Ricky. I'm Austin. I'm Ian. And this is The Cabbage Cart Podcast.
0: All right, so Ricky, what do we have for Avatar News this week? Is that how we're starting the show? We're just hopping right into it? Let's, let's do hop, it. Let's hop do on it. in, boys. All right, so here we have the Ultimate Aang and Korra Blu-ray Blue Ray <laughs> collection with bonus discs and art cards. It's going to be released December 7th. 2021 and it'll be $106.99 on Amazon. That is crazy.
1: <laughs> 106 bucks? Yeah,
0: dude. God.
1: But so it comes with uh, some like art cards or something like that that's special. Yeah, like, and like special...
0: 80 new minutes of interviews. Does
2: Janet Varney come in like like put you to bed <laughs> and, like <laughs> you like make you some nice
0: warm yeah, milk like, and cookies? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, it would be cool to have them all in one big box set. I I mean but... The thing
2: I just spent all that money on the Coral Box set. <laughs> yeah, how much was the Coral Box set? Like seventy $80? bucks, eighty bucks, eighty bucks. Yeah, <laughs> and it wasn't even that great. Uh, I was, I wasn't as, you know, impressed with it. Well, as
1: I our complaint with that was that it, it should have been metal, right? Like they gave it a metallic look, but it was cardboard. Yes. Right.
2: Well, yeah. the The box, like the outer box, was kind of flimsy and shit. Oh yeah.
1: Okay.
0: So, I thought that's kind of how all steel books were. They weren't like really well. It's normal.
1: not a steel book. It's just the, co- it's the collector's edition, right? Like I think a steel book is specifically like their
2: actual well, aluminum. The coral ones are as st- a steel book. Oh, it is. Yeah, but yeah. the c- but the case. But the casing around the steel yeah. books are as just flimsy. Okay, so
1: probably expect the same thing. Ah, uh, I, mean, I hope not. Not for hundred and six <laughs> bucks. It's actually not a bad deal if you paid eighty for for just the Cora set. I I
2: I don't know. I think it's a little overpriced, but that's just me.
1: Well, it is overpriced, but compared to the Cora one, right? Yeah. You know, thanks for picking up the set when it comes out in December. What? <laughs> when 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 is it? When does it drop?
0: Uh, December seventh. Seventh, right before Christmas. It's Pearl Harbor Day. But owner, not related at all. <laughs> no, though. No. Not at all. <laughs> that's took a dark turn. No. <laughs> just letting you know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to be picking that up. I feel like probably not. Why did they just they just dropped like Steelbooks last year? Dude, they want more money. That's uh, really what it is. Because
1: they had nothing else coming out, so they're like keep pumping out Steelbooks. It's Skyrim.
0: <laughs> yeah. I was just reading I was just reading some Reddit comments and people are all saying like the same. That's what they're saying on there. It's complaining about, "Oh yeah, we we keep getting these blah blah blah."
1: Like Atla? Uh, I Reddit. think
0: it looks cool. I don't want to spend
2: the money on it. Not uh, after The thing about it is that every single one of those people are going to complain. We're complaining currently. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what still, we do. But we're still going to consume it. We're yeah. still going to go out and buy it. And if we still go out and buy it, they're still going to do this to us. So. It yeah. might be a while before we buy it, though. Uh, we're just in
0: this do vicious you know me? cycle.
1: <laughs>
2: like, <laughs> like, I'm definitely going to go and order it like December 7th. Come on
1: now. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to use his, like, uh, his special access to get it. Okay,
0: pre-order it right now. I mean, I can try. (laughs)
1: Um, I I feel like just in general, we're in this vicious cycle of, like, getting crappy stuff, but you just have to buy it. Like, with video games? I don't think it's going to be crappy. You know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be crappy. No, no, no. Okay, well, that was a strong word. Yeah. It's not going to be crappy, but it's, like, stuff that's not necessarily, like, you're super hype about, but, like, you just have to get it. Like, like with like video games. Like, I play a lot of like, like I played a lot of Warzone. And it's like, am I really having fun with this game? No, <laughs> but is it the only <laughs> game I can play? Yes. So damn it,
2: I have to play it. I'm, uh, dude, know? I'm going back and I'm playing my my backlog on on video games. I just platinum Bloodborne the other day. Oh really? Yeah.
3: Again? I no, uh,
2: I platinum Sekiro before. Oh I, okay. That's I'm right. like, if I can do Sekiro, I can do Bloodborne. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm going back because the new games are shit. Dude, Sekiro's so hard. Oh, Oh oh my God, yeah. Sekiro's
1: so hard. I tried playing it the other day. I have, like, I think I told you this. I have, like, 52 hours into it. 52 hours? That's a lot of hours into Sekiro. I'm pretty sure. I'll have to check. I'll check after we're done here. I I don't even think I've gotten to the first (laughs) (laughs) boss. Yeah,
0: the fact that you have platinums on both those games is just a giant nope for me. It's just, no. Nope, not interested it, in this at, nope. at all.
2: It's hard, man. It's it's like real gamer shit. <laughs>
0: oh, I saw something by
1: the way. This is kind of related. Um, some fan made Avatar game, not the In Dreams PlayStation one. But uh-huh. Somebody's working on another f- fan made the Pro bending one. I
0: ooh I or think... the open world one.
1: No, it was. I think it's new. Like I saw it on on Instagram. It was like, hey, give our page a follow. We're starting a GoFundMe to start development. Like, I don't think it's even been started yet. Oh, okay. But I saw that there was something floating around. I'll have to keep tabs on that. But, you know, I'm sure there's a million of those that pop up. Everybody's got an idea that they want, but until we see a product or something, you know, like a trailer. Right. Oh, right. It's probably, probably going to fall flat, which is why I didn't look into it too much. But I don't know. Who knows? It's good info you had there. Was what? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. There's something that. that has no details to it at all. <laughs> it's just a thought yeah just just a thought thought coming out of my head okay that's true all right so what are we getting into today part three of the book report that is smoke and shadow should we go over part two real quick yeah you crushed
1: part one recap so give us a part yeah give us a part one and part two recap
0: (laughs) no preparation let's do it you know i'm so i'm pretty cloudy on on part two so it's been a while, actually. Yeah. So well, it was last week. <laughs> well, I read it before that. Been a long well, week. Been a long week. Been a long week. But um, uh last week that's when they go. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. They go we down. We're really and, putting and, you on. Nah, the spot. They do. They uh, uh, team Avatar, which is Zuko Ang or Zuko May Ang. And uh, Kilo, go down to the catacombs to discover right. the secret That's of the Kamari Kage. Definitely card. not
2: Team Avatar.
0: I know, but you know what I'm saying in this sense.
1: Yeah, Team Avatar for this book. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. okay. That's fair
0: enough. Go down into the catacombs to discover the secrets behind the Kamari Kage. Nice. Where they learn down there that they were uh, they were indeed spirits, but they hadn't returned uh, yet. And more children go missing, including Kii, Zuko's sister, and then they face down with the Kimura Kage at the end, and they learn it's Azula. I mean, that's they the don't gist really of
2: it. No, it was it's Azula at the very end of it. Yeah, you know, we see lightning. We and see that, lightning, yeah. and she fights kind of like Azula. So
0: there's that. But that's basically the gist. Yeah, not a lot.
1: That's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, it was like finding out the history of the Kimura kage and then a key, like. One child that's way more important than the rest of them gets kidnapped pretty much. <laughs> 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 Shit.
3: Well, that's how they treated it. It's okay. like,
1: oh, now we really got to kick it into gear. Yee. oh, my God. Okay. And then, the, yeah. I mean, and then the, it, the book three picks up in, in that same fight. with, Like, like immediately. Like, yeah, with Azula in, in, in the Fire Palace.
0: Which is cool. To kick this off, it really kicks off uh, just straight action-packed. We get some Azula Azul action. Uh, Zuko fighting Azul. He's like, I can redirect anything you, and then he gets all zapped. And then she's like, Psych bitch! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got another
2: another bolt
0: for your ass.
1: Yeah, and on the annotations here, they're like, we use lightning bending in the comics to show Zuko's strength, and they're like, and in this time we used it to show Azula's strength also, like how Azula has gotten stronger.
0: Do we see Zuko lightning bend?
1: Well, the redirecting. Oh, they say okay, that okay. she like r- Zuko redirecting lightning because because what happens in the scene right is Azula sh- shoots lightning at Zuko. He redirects it, and then she redirects it back to him again.
2: So
3: Wait a minute. Okay. You no, know she does it She
2: redirects lightning you know she... back at him?
1: I think that's what they say, right?
2: Uh... In the annotations? Wow. I don't...
1: In I don't... both the animated series and the comics, lightning redirection was used to show Zuko's power, his mastery of firebending. In this scene, we're using it in the same way, only for Azula.
2: Holy shit. So where did she learn how to redirect
0: lightning? Yeah, I did not get Ooh, that. Ooh, I them? did not get that at all. I, no, did, I didn't. I thought she it. like blasted, <laughs> just like a, got the like a second yeah. bolt. Yeah.
1: No, that's that's fair because it definitely looks like she does a second bolt in the comic, but the annotations say in this scene they're using it to show Zula's strength, redirecting lightning specifically.
0: How? Because when she's only seen it done once, and that's that's from Zuko against her, and he didn't really. Uh, no, get the she
2: form saw it right. with Iroh. Iroh redirected light, oh, lightning from yeah. her the first time that that yeah. uh, Zuko and her faced off in the show. So she she pretty much murks everybody in the gang. She takes out Aang. She takes out Suki. She takes out Tai Lee. Zuko. Everybody. Just at least
0: Suki gets some hits in.
1: Uh, does she though? Not really. I think she planks her one time on the head with the fan. <laughs> like, she yeah. she dodges it. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, does she? Yeah, she dodges <laughs> that
2: shit. She's like, nah, bitch.
1: Zula's too OP in my opinion. In this book, especially. I really no. like where they're taking her character. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, yeah. I she fucking awesome. love it. Her character, awesome. like her,
1: her strength and her ability and all she, of that.
2: She's like level-headed. She's clear. She's no longer, True. you know, well, she's still crazy, but she's no longer like psychotic. So I love the art, The artwork in, in this is just so fantastic. Yeah. I like the way that she's drawn. I like how I like how everybody's drawn, really.
1: Yeah, well, like you were saying, everybody looks a little bit older, but in a way that's totally understandable. Like, they don't look weird. They just look like older versions. Right. Uh, The only thing that I did notice, so I don't, I was trying to remember from the show, Iroh's in this, right, at the end of the book. He's in here, and he's got uh, those amber eyes, like those golden eyes, Mm -hmm. eye color. I can't, does he have that eye color in the show?
2: I, off the top of my head, I can't even think. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just, it just it really make, like it stood out a lot. It would make sense that he he would. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't think they would change it. That's just something I never, I never actually realized it until now. Like, and I never thought, oh, what color are
2: are Ira's eyes? There's really not. A, there's, I mean, there's a lot that goes on here, really, really. But there's not, a, also not a lot that goes on. Right. So this, the entire third part of this of this act, the, the third act, is just action. Is well, it's it's the gang chasing after azula Mm -hmm. really and then there's cut cutaways uh here or there and it it reads almost exactly like an action-packed episode of atla they're they're going down this at some point in the in this area they're going in this uh the part three they're going down this tunnel and they come out and they're kind of ambushed and it cuts away like they would uh like a commercial break Oh, true. You know, yeah. and then yeah. like like the next panel is something completely opposite, and they leave you on the edge of your seat. Like, what the fuck is going on with with Zuko and Azula here?
1: They do that actually a few times. They do it a few times. Like yeah. when like when Iroh um, sees Ursa, mm-hmm. and she's just sitting there, kind of sad, right. and then he immediately cuts away from that, and you're like, oh, well, what's going to happen there? Yeah, like when they yep. like then they come back to it at a later time in the book. Right. It that's a good way to put it, and the th- it's interesting that you say it's like a. Uh, Action-packed episode of the of the show because there's actually a lot of dialogue in this one too.
2: There is. I I noticed that because I was thinking because I I'll be honest I read it this morning. Uh, I think we all did. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm like, oh man, okay. The third third part of the, these books generally go fast, and then like the fourth page in, it's like dialogue, dialogue, dialogue. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, damn it, I got to read all of this.
1: <laughs> it's made up though because there's less. Uh, annotations on the side in part three for whatever reason because that's that's kind of time consuming to read all the annotations too. right I
2: honestly I wanted to get through it and I did not read the annotation where you said that that she directs redirects lightning back at Zuko yeah Ooh, dun, dun, dun. so
1: so then we obviously find out right that uh, Azula is behind the kumer kage and she's still manipulating Ukano. um we had a theory last episode that Ukano may have known. I think, right, and you had the theory that yeah. Iz- Okano may have known who Azula was already. Right. I guess that's true, but they're not necessarily working together. She's more like manipulating him. Exactly. Yeah, they're not like a team. And her whole thing is like, you want to get what you want, which is strength to the Fire Nation. That's all that Okano cares about. And she wants to get what she wants, which isn't disclosed at this time, but that's how she's manipulating him, saying you're only going to get what you want if I get what I want first. Right. And that, for whatever reason... Uh, entices or they have the plan to start a riot in the streets so
0: there's so much dialogue dude, it's, it's ridiculous <laughs> oh my god it's, Uh, well, go ahead what the next up is really is really we see uh, the following plan for for uh, what Zuko plans to do to capture the Komori Kage Komori Kage God Komori Kage I can't wait till we don't have to say that anymore <laughs> why it's, I hope they bring them back yeah me too me too I do But uh, May sees, uh, or I'm sorry, Kilo sees May, tells Zuko, oh my god, I'm so worried about you. They hug. Uh, Suki's looking at them, really jealous, (laughs) boiling with green jealous rage. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way way, uh,
2: Kylo talks to Zuko makes me want Zuko to like blast him in the
0: face. Oh yeah, yeah, I really hate him. I hate him so much by the end of this. He's like, I know
1: what's really going on here, Zuko. You just want to be with me, but I'm with her now, and you need to respect that. Like, (laughs) you're
0: (laughs) talking... That's exactly, what That's exactly how. Like, I, is that I how thought. he says it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. I'm like, dude, shut like up. some kind of macho dude.
0: I was like, you're talking to the, the fucking fuck fire. Out of
3: he here, will dude. burn your face off.
1: <laughs> shut
2: the fuck up.
1: He's like overcompensating for yeah. talking to the fire, like to the fire lord. It's I don't. Yeah,
2: I mean, come on. <laughs> Any other fire lord? If someone talked to Ozai like that, what would happen? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I mean, totally right. Okano has a point. Yeah. Kind of has a point.
3: Ooh. Oh, don't.
2: Don't get me started. <laughs> I was, dude, I was going off this morning because, the, you know, I haven't done an Ian Hates Everything. Uh, I've only done one. But they do this thing in modern storytelling where they, they westernize a lot of the politics that that happens. Okay. So if you look at Aladdin, Disney's Aladdin, right? Okay. There, uh-huh. There's a scene where uh, the sultan and um, – uh Jafar and Aladdin who is a political um at this point for all they know a political suitor right and they're they're kind of bickering on who's going to get Jasmine oh uh, right right and Jasmine comes in and she says I'm not a you know how dare you I'm not a prize to be won and like she walks off and I'm there's videos out there that are like mm, you would have been beheaded at that point, like uh, yeah. there ain't no way you're talking to the Sultan <laughs> like that. You're not talking to a political advi- uh, uh, suitor like that, or even the the advisor to the Sultan. And I and I see this in the same way. Like Kylo, shut the shut the f up, man. Yeah, I don't know. It, it really got me going, bro. It no, got, it I got agree.
1: Me dude. going. <laughs> Ian hates everything Westernization of, of, of uh, politics. Like behead yeah. Princess Jasmine. <laughs> All right, man.
0: Uh, that's that's just uh, the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh <whole> no new
2: world.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. It's true, though. To your point. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. So okay. So um, Zuko decides that ang needs to leave because now he's going to do it his way which is uh go door to door find uh, may tells him about ukano right she yeah she
2: reveals the truth that, she, that ukano was uh behind this the entire time
1: yeah and then she says uh, she feels like she's hiding something else from him like you were saying
0: in the last oh, okay, episode yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, like she's like yeah there's something else going on i think he's involved with the kidnappings
0: so i like this uh Aang and Zuko get in an argument. He says, this is not the way to do it. He, Zuko's trying to send out troops door-to-door to find Ukano and the Safe Nation Society. And uh, Aang disagrees, and he's like, all right, well, then you need to leave. And Ty Lee and Suki escort him out. Now, Aang has this idea. He says they didn't even do any um, Investi- investigation. Investigation, yeah,
2: yeah, at all. They didn't go into Kiyi's room and see uh, if there's any evidence there with anything.
0: So. so Suki, Ty Lee, and Aang run off to do that.
1: Well, I like the reason why they run off to do it, right? Yeah. Because she's like, if Sokka was here, he would just go off on his own and do it. Right. And, and like, so they're like, well, shit, we'll just go off on our own and do, do it. it. Yeah, yeah he
0: would investigate on it. He'd do his own investigation. Sure. Aang's like, Suki, you haven't mentioned Sokka in weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Has your mind been preoccupied? <laughs>
2: So, I isn't it the ne- the next part we we actually find out that it is actually Azula. Like she unmasks herself and right. then she kind of lets her plan known um so to speak. And you get to see the rest of the people uh women behind the Kanari Kage at this point.
0: And this is back at the uh the base where they have all the children. Correct.
3: So
2: yeah. apparently all these other Kanari Kage uh they were from the mental institution that Azula was uh, in.
1: Yeah. So what she freed them all when she got out, I guess, I, or I guess. But she was. She was. How does Zuko she not
0: know about a breakout in the mental mental institution?
1: Because Azula didn't break out, right? They grabbed they her out her. to go. Yeah, find but how?
0: Yeah, but there's like six other people that broke out.
1: <laughs> well, that's. But she, but I'm saying Azula didn't break out, right? So
2: she. She broke out the rest of so the game. So she Komirikage. must have When
1: she was released and ran away, she went back and broke them out. Right. So, oh, okay.
2: how does Zuko not know about a breakout in the men-
0: mental institution? That Azula was at. That, that
2: Azula was at. <laughs> Plot holes. Plot holes. Anyway.
0: It looks like the Dark One would get along with a lot of this crew. The Dark One. Who's yeah. the Dark One? From oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Toff's MBA, Toff's Metalbending Academy, the Dark the, One. The real emo guy. Oh, guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> talks, they do kind of look like that. Talks crew. in third person. <laughs>
1: Kimura Kage. way less intimidating without the mask I yeah, got say. Yeah.
2: So, Ukano is kind of having second thoughts at this point. He's seeing his son uh, basically imprisoned in this little hole in the ground, uh, this kind of room with other children, and Azula, that's where she says, you know, you get what you want when I get what I want.
1: Yeah, and this is also, we find out they're actually literally Sedating these kids, <laughs> like, right? Yeah, like I thought that was like pretty heavy for a, a book like this. You because
2: Kiyi comes in and it, and she says the sedation wore off early on this one.
1: Well, and Azula is even like,
2: I, th- I think it's Azula, right?
1: Like Ki's like up in arms. She's like, "When my brother finds out that where I'm at, he's gonna come and kick all your butts." Yeah. and and then somebody we don't, I think it's Azula, probably but we don't know because they have the mask on, saying like, "Oh, you little shit, leave her alone." Uh, she's fiery; it's in her blood. Like, because she's a, from, you know, she's Azula's... Half-sister. Half-sister. Right. So, and uh, that's a little foreshadowing to later in the book. Yeah, yeah. I think, anyway.
2: Anyway, so back to the another cutaway. Suki, T- Tylee, and Aang are in Kiyi's room, and they're investigating. When Tylee f- figures something out, there is a secret passageway that they used to... Used when they were children playing hide and seek with Azula, where May, Tylee, and, and Azula were playing hide and seek. A secret passageway on a roof, by the way. <laughs> I know, right?
1: <laughs> like, I'm looking at this right now. <laughs> right. What? And okay. it,
2: yeah, it just ha- so happens to be outside of Kiki's room. So, whatever. Uh, oh, is that
1: what it was? Like, you go out a
2: window, you're on a roof, there's a secret Yeah, pane. okay. Pretty much, yeah. So, they go and they, they investigate another cutaway, and it's Zuko is enforcing martial law.
0: And he's he's keeping people from leaving and and uh, coming in. And here comes the Safe Nation Society. Uh Azul had actually instructed them to go in and start a riot in the streets to uh, ensue more chaos and the people, before they can even do that, start throwing, you know, food or whatever at this general mock who's trying to, you know, set his soldiers in and search for Okano.
2: So this guy is the, the replacement for the other uh, other guy that had his kid taken away in the first, the first part. Oh, right. okay. Right, right, right.
1: Okay. So basically what's happening is Zuko's enacted like a martial law, right? And yeah. he's like going door to door trying to find anybody who's part of the Free Nation Society or the – what's their other name?
3: New Ozai. Or, the, yeah, the New Ozai. New Ozai, New uh, Ozai Society. Society?
1: Yeah. And they talk about this in the annotations that Okano's like affinity with secret societies is apparently something that was very common back in feudal China. Right. Okay. It was, it was like, okay. so like, like, was, was it, it 1900? It's or like, was it, was it was even it? later that, than that? that? Early, yeah.
2: Is, yeah, later than that. It's like 1900 or something like that.
1: Yeah. And uh, I just, I, it just made me kind of chuckle out loud because he's like, oh shit, my first secret society got f-
0: like foiled. I'll just start another secret society. (laughs) (laughs) And like,
1: he's just going to constantly be creating new secret societies. It's
0: like Michael Scott Paper Company. (laughs) Michael Scott. Exactly. (laughs) Ukano's Michael Scott. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He kind of is in a way. Okay. In a way. And then this, so this riot stuff that's going down is pretty cool. I guess, you know, like, well, I guess it's not cool, but it's like, you can, it, they really did a good job in the panels conveying the chaos on the streets.
2: Right, there's definitely chaos. And Ukano is just sitting there, uh, egging people on, getting everybody all riled up. The military or the Fire Nation soldiers are gathering people up, and then this one, I don't know who this, guy, this
0: guy's name is. Oh, he's just some random. He's just some that knows rando. Kilo. Kilo's not a part of this riot. He kind of just gets caught in the middle of it.
2: He, he's, in, he's inside May's aunt's. Tea shop. Uh, flower, flower shop Flower shop Flower shop and You're thinking Iroh buddy Yeah And then he comes out And he's like What the hell is going on And he uh, runs into this guy And this, this guy says You better get out of here They're they're uh, arresting people Associated with Okano And then
0: they get arrested
2: And then they get
3: arrested Yeah
2: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> And then they're all back In the prison
1: right And this is where uh, Kilo has that discussion With Zuko about
0: Well also oh, Iroh yeah. gets introduced Into this story so we see Iro traveling to the Fire Nation to uh, celebrate national. Make sure National Tea Day becomes a staple, a yearly tradition. And then we go, why are they at this prison? Oh, yeah, because they're just there to make sure that all these members got they're, arrested, right? Zuko is getting
2: debriefed on everything. Right. So he's saying, the General Mock, is that what it is? Yeah. I he, believe so. He's debriefing Zuko, saying that they pretty much have it's still chaotic, but they, for all intents and purposes, they have it under control. Uh, and then they bring in Kilo. <laughs> God. They bring in Kilo and uh, May and Zuko are, are holding hands because May is like I, you know I kind of I heard what was going on with with Kiyi, whatever. Uh, and then that's when Kilo and Zuko have this this pissing contest uh, over over May.
1: I'm looking at the panel and even the way they drew him, like wringing his wrists after getting the, yeah, the chains off, like
0: he's all tough guy. <laughs> You're gonna oh, get your face God. blasted off, man! Dude. Like you, you can't, you it, can't mess with Zuko, so like ba- that, Okay, he, your girlfriend's asking the Fire Lord, begging you to let him go, and then when you, when, when he's let go, he's like, "Yeah, she's <laughs> with me now. You gotta <laughs> accept it." Fa- eating fireballs, right? <laughs> yeah. Like no okay. milk. <laughs> uh, yes. So here's the here's the thing: if
2: if nothing else, Azula is is. Uh, Fire is is straight Fire Nation royalty, right? So if Azula heard Kilo talking to Zuko in this fashion, she would kill him. Oh, instantly. Instantly. Yeah. Like if if they, because we'll find out what happens to Kilo uh, later on. But if Azula sees him in the streets, like how dare you talk to the Fire Nation royalty like that? You're going to die. Yeah, he'd be made an
1: example of. Exactly. He'd be made, even in the Earth Kingdom, I think he'd be made an example of. You right. talk to the Earth Queen like that? Yeah. Hell no.
2: Dude, I mean, come I on. Oh, I do have a problem with this. This is the one thing in this entire book that I have yeah. a problem with. Yep. And it happens quite a bit.
0: It, it, it yeah, really it does, just it pisses really me off.
1: Well, like you were saying last week, though, like I think kilo's designed to invoke that kind of reaction right, right. and because they do a f- killer job because we're all like <laughs> riled up on it <laughs> we're all riled up yeah, on man. it i guess ricky maybe not so much but i for
3: sure oh man. no i hate it do you okay <laughs> yeah
1: okay I, and then uh, so so this is the whole reason why ang and zuko split off right because zuko was kind of doing this like martial law thing ang didn't believe that that was the way that they should you know be a more peaceful approach to finding out whoever you know who's behind all these attacks and, uh, and now that Aang and them have found the secret passage, he literally kidnaps Zuko to get him to listen I, to it. Again. This was
0: very Aang. Okay, I it, I, I it, could, it I is see very Aang. What he does is is he bends an air scooter underneath Zuko and forcefully, like, carries him. Right. Yeah. That's so ang. How is he
2: not apprehended <laughs> by the freaking Fire Nation soldiers? I don't know, man. I, I don't know.
1: Well, Zuko tried earlier in the book. Remember, it's just, like, when he was first talking to Aang, he's like, thank you, Avatar, for your service, but if you're not going to support me, you need to leave. And he's like, why are you talking to me like that? Why you, like, all adult-like. All he, adult-like. Like, he tried to be... A stronger fire lord to the to avatar Aang, and right. it just it didn't work out but we if we even see this back in uh, the Kyoshi novels too like this is kind of how ronji t- treats Kyoshi. sure uh, granted right kiyoshi's the avatar not a fire lord though uh,
2: right you know right, right i mean they talk to uh uh zoryu kind of in the same way but straight up uh, it's in, in front of his soldiers Right, yeah, right, 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 yeah, right. Like, kidnapped in front in of, front his, front of s- his soldiers. And they're like, everyone's like, okay, that's just pretty much how it's going to go. And the Avatar <laughs> has, I don't know, just taken the Fire Lord. And and this everyone's
1: is all like, Ukano's got way. a
0: point. <laughs> <laughs> this is in one
1: scene. He, get, he gets talked to like that from Kilo and then air scootered away by Aang all in one scene. Right. Like, I think Ukano really does have a point. <laughs> it really does.
0: Okay. So, uh, Team Avatar finally shows up. Smoke and Shadow team avatar finally shows up at this uh <laughs> this uh, secret passageway and then we have uh, another cutaway. Yeah, it's just cutaway after. Bam, cut, bam, bam. Yeah, bam. This does have really fast pacing. I feel like last book did too.
2: So, um <clears throat> you're really getting the the idea here in this in this next scene that Okano is really feeling guilty for kidnapping all these children. Uh he doesn't like he he wants to keep his family safe, but he doesn't feel like uh, putting them in in this small prison is the way uh, and he, he he's trying to get out from under Azula and she is just not letting go
1: right and then it, so it it kind of has this scene where it's all the kids in the in their little room I guess or like holding cell kind of right and uh, it's a pretty funny scene they're just like a bunch of scrappy little kids but what's cool about this is that Ki starts like doing this like meditative um
0: Training exercises, training
1: exercises like the like the horse stance and all that kind of stuff that you see um, people do. The Fire Nation specifically do all the time, and they're like,
0: "What are you doing?" And she's
1: like, "Oh, well, I see my brother do this when he needs when he's uh, needs some strength. So maybe this is what makes him strong." So she starts doing that and is doing these uh, basically like fire exercises.
2: Right? right, right. I I like the interactions between the, the children here because it it really captures. They're, I mean, they're for all intents and purposes, they're in danger. Like every single one of them is in danger right now, and they're just sitting there in a in a kindergarten or like a preschool setting, playing with dolls and blocks and stuff like that. And they're just kind of bickering, like, "Oh, your dad's evil," I and mean, "My dad's not evil. How dare you say that?" and "Make me," you know, that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. So I really enjoyed that.
1: They're still they're still kids, they're still Whether ki- or not they're kidnapped. They're right. just kindergartners in a room. Right. You right, know. Right. It was kind of funny, and that's actually not the last time we see. A bunch of these kids like bickering, or maybe that is the second time we see it. But it's a common thing that happens in the book. Right. It's it's fun to fun to see. Because they, they, they draw them so, they look like little chibis, like little or, kids. Okay, like, one,
2: who is this kid with a potato head?
1: On, honestly, <laughs> I need. I don't to, think I, they name him.
2: Is he is he the the general's kid? The the first general's kid. Oh, he could be. Uh, because I don't remember. He looks familiar, but I don't remember where he was from. Oh, huh, maybe. Hmm. Big old potato head.
1: Yeah. So pretty I think much he was probably in part two everybody's kid that's like uh in power or has some influence over what can happen in the fire nation is. is i mean there's kid not kidnapped.
0: everyone there's 13 13 children
1: yeah but i mean way to take Fire a nation way to take it literal ricky the commander kid <laughs> <laughs> kanu's kid right right yeah. like anybody who's anybody as far as this book has their kid kidnapped
2: right so we we come to this area the the uh the gang the smoke and shadow gang Go through this the secret tunnel, and they come out to a graveyard, and it is I. I It's leaving. It's the royal family graveyard, and it's called the Garden of Tranquil Souls. But it's not so but tranquil. But it's not so tranquil
0: <laughs> because they get ambushed by the Kamiri Kage. So this is a graveyard for all the royal family. So this m- is where Ira would be buried. Right. The, yes. The, the What is the the dragon. Uh, well, catacombs. The Dragon
2: Catacombs is where the Fire Lords get, get uh, buried, but this is for everybody
0: else in the royal family.
1: Dragon Bone
0: Catacombs. Right. Wait, does Iroh get buried, or does he just pass into the spirit world? Oof. Uh,
1: we've, I think we've already determined that he just he passes into the spirit world based on Legacy of the Fire Nation. Facts.
0: Oh, this is such a cool scene following. I like how, uh, okay, so...
2: This, so this panel – I'm sorry. Th- this panel right here is what I'm talking about with the – it, it feels like an episode of Atlo where they go to a commercial break. Oh, yeah. So it's like ambush. Ambush, cut away commercial to a com- commercial break, yep. and then you, you come back to a completely different scene. And, mm-hmm. and here we're seeing uh, Ursa holding a doll that she made for uh, Kiyi, and then uh, Iroh comes over and, and is starts talking to her.
1: Yeah, I don't know where she's. She's just in some open room with no decoration. I don't know what the purpose of this room's at, no furniture. She's just sitting in the middle of it.
0: It's like a. It's probably for
1: meditation. It's like a go in there and be sad room.
3: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That's what she's doing. I call that the kitchen, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the kitchen with, with all the lights off and the fridge door open. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh,
0: Anyway. I like how Austin was talking crap about Ursa's storyline in the last episode, and he didn't know it was going to be resolved with Iroh. Yeah, dude, Iroh comes in and really wraps this
1: yeah. thing up, dude, in only the way that Iroh could, too. Yeah, right. Exactly. Iroh crushes it in this. But basically, yeah, Iroh just doesn't say anything to her. He's back in the Fire Nation getting ready for a National Tea Day,
2: and uh, he doesn't say anything. He just sits down next to her. The look on his face. He's so sad for Ursa. It, oh, dude. It, Man, yeah. I, I know someone like this. I know someone like this. And it, this is a really great scene. It really is. It, it It's kind of it's kind of touching. He just sits there with Ursa because she's really sad because uh, she's going through some shit um, with Kiyi.
1: He's the only one that's been able to see it all play out. Nope. Right. Besides Ozai.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay. I know. What like from beginning to right, now. Right. Like he, right. Because
1: it means Zuko and everybody else are kids. He's the only one that knows her whole story, like from a, a first person perspective.
2: Right. So again, another cutaway, and we come back to Ukano He's sitting outside the door where the kids are are being held. He's talking to them, or he's talking to himself. I don't. I'm not really sure yet. I think he might be talking to himself but he's feeling guilty and he's saying that he needs to be punished for his act, his involvement in all of this so then then it cuts away to the kids on the inside Going, like, what is that noise? Because there's like a sob, he's sobbing on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Go ahead, Austin. I'll let you do this one. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, he's he's, he's sobbing on the other side. They're like, what is that? And the, and the literally the word here, the sentence here is this one time my mom stepped on a frog dog's tail by accident and it made it sound just like that. <laughs> I'm like, there's a frog dog out there. I hate frog dogs that's not a frog dog that's my dad I think he's crying <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid adults don't cry it's a frog dog you just call my dad a frog dog and then they start
2: like getting in a fight they start getting into a fight yeah and then Ki is like you guys need to shut up I'm doing something here
1: yeah she's doing her whole fire bending her, stances right
2: right right so and the next thing you know kee unlocks fire bending and blasts a door blasts a hole through the door
1: pretty badass pretty dude. badass <laughs>
0: I, I think I audibly was like, hell yes, fire <laughs> yeah, she's firebending. Yeah, this was really cool. Now, I like how Ukano goes, I'll go get a bucket because there's like this this bucket. molten hot metal. Uh, metal. So he's dumping water on it so it cools down, which is something they never address in Star Wars. <laughs> they're <laughs> always <laughs> cutting holes. Yeah. And, and it's always like <laughs> super hot. And they're like... Yeah. Let's just go through this. Just jump through it. <laughs> that's
1: funny. That's true. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because she does. She cuts, a, she cuts a lightsaber hole in yeah, it, basically. Yeah, that's what it this is. what she
2: does with her firebending. The, the look on her face, she's like, yeah, bitch.
1: <laughs> Blast a hole. Dude, I'm thinking right now, like, firebending prodigy. Like, hopefully in the oh, new yeah. Avatar yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, we yeah. get some key, and she's, like, super badass. Yeah Like Ranji badass
0: Cause she's probably more powerful than Zuko was when he was a child At this point Whoa. At her age. I mean that's a bold statement buddy No Zuko was not Azul was the prodigy Yeah Yeah I mean that's a whole Zuko couldn't have pulled that off at her age
1: uh, I don't know Ozai even went as far
0: as to say that Zuko was behind
1: in his ability right. right But that's Zuko specific But either way she seems I mean she's what
2: Seven years old maybe I think so Something like that yeah uh, unlock firebending on our own. So, we're we're kind of getting a a re- redemption arc for Ukano, which I don't know how I feel about it because I think uh, I don't know how redeemable I uh, mean, kidnapping is. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but he he realizes he deserves whatever punishment he gets. Sure. You know, I actually kind of like his I don't like him, but I like the resolution of his story. Okay, that's I, yeah, I can appreciate that. Yeah,
1: and he basically, so from
2: here on out, he's leading the kids out of the tunnels. He's like, you need, you guys need to be quiet because you know these scary ladies. They're gonna, um, they're gonna. We don't want us. They want to um, uh, yeah. notice that or notify them.
1: And then back to the cutout with the ambush, right? So now we're finally getting back
0: to that. We're at the graveyard.
1: Yeah, which by the way, this first panel here. And I hope, if, you know, when you're listening to this, maybe you have the book in front of you. If not, definitely pick it up. This panel right here with Zuko and Aang fighting the Kimura Kage is super dope. Yeah. Like, I, the way that they drew it, no, no, ver, you know, words or dialogue or anything on that. Just straight up action fight. There's oh, a I didn't lot even notice it. that. Uh, what's his name is in the background? little <laughs> throwing, throwing
2: punches. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, which looks like a big whiff of a punch, too. It didn't yeah. even hit anything. <laughs> well, they're <laughs> not hitting. None of them are hitting anything. He's got like,
2: a knife. Does he have a knife? That's a knife.
1: Oh, does he? Oh, so he does.
2: I mean, Aang, Aang Earth bends, and then the uh, Kamirikage is jumping over. Uh, Zuko is throwing a fireball. None of these punches are, are, are landing. Not a single one. And I think the the, the only only thing that lands is Mei's, one of May's knives on uh, Azula. And then this you kind of get the rundown of why Azula is going through, uh, and why she chose the Kamirikage as a uh, a villain. So there's this like flashback scene where she's talking
1: to May about her stealing some kind of uh, mochi, mochi. Yeah, the mochi dumplings uh, when they were young, young kids, little kids. Don't we see? This seems very familiar. Is
0: I mean, this mentioned right, before? Right, and I think I mentioned it in like the first one in our first episode. I feel like this is mentioned before. The
1: the mochi stealing the mochi balls. Yeah,
0: I don't remember that. But I don't know. I, mean, I don't remember that. We,
2: I mean, we know that. Uh, uh, May knows about the Kimura Kage, and it was a, a, a wives' tale that, that her parents used. So, uh, Zu- not Zuko. Azula basically used that fear of the Kimura against May um, to
0: create sh- her nightmare.
2: Create her nightmare, yeah.
1: So, this is kind of funny. In the annotations on the side, the inspiration for the Kimura Kage was uh, Jean Lu Yang. Is that it? Lu Yang? Um, who's part of the this book creating this book uh his writer he's the writer his parents did something like this to him to scare him saying there's a witch in the mountains that would
2: come down boogeyman
1: yeah i thought that was pretty jacked up though (laughs) like that's a jacked up thing to do to your like if you don't behave i'm gonna call this evil witch in the woods and she's gonna come get you you weren't terrifying you weren't told
2: about the Kakui? like come on now no not that i can remember you didn't hear about the kukui no the boogeyman Funny fact. Okay, so I was told about the boogeyman as a kid, and I, I have an older brother. He's five years older than me. He he told me that there's two ver- there's two versions of the boogeyman. There's the boogeyman and then the booger man, the booger man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and he comes at night
2: and he steals your boogers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, side, side uh, How old is he? He's
1: 10 years old and he, he's telling you this? Uh, yeah, he's
2: five years older than me, yeah. so I don't remember. But yeah, the, the bo- booger man. The booger man. <laughs>
1: don't steal my boogers.
2: Leave a booger under your pillow and
1: you will <laughs> get a dollar in the morning. Well, I guess. <laughs> I should be rich then. It's like the tooth fairy.
0: <laughs> well, during this fight, um, Kilo sneaks up behind Azua and is able to kind of give her a smack on the back and then she turns around and lightens his face. Kilo's dead. <laughs> no. I, I wish. Yeah, she...
2: Uh, Azula and May are kind of facing off right now and she's telling her all about why she chose it and then Kilo tries to sneak up on Azula and then uh, she grabs him and is like, what the fuck you doing? I'm going to kill you.
0: And then May's like, no, no. I like, uh, well, I, I like this one. Well, May says, Azula, please leave him alone and I'm like like eh, why are you trying to, oh, to no. reason Azula, please, <laughs>
1: like that's ever worked like, Oh yeah, exactly, exactly why are you saying please
2: put the
0: Zula like get this out is here. probably my favorite
1: desperation I guess I like, maybe
0: I like the lighting in this shot
2: they they try to mirror the um the the Agni Kai in the the series finale in right. the battle on this one So a lot of a lot of uh orange reds and blues
1: yeah, and Gene says in the annotations on this, too, that, in his opinion, the best artistic rendition of martial arts ever. Which I 100% agree with uh, that. Yeah, me too. I mean, I've watched a lot of cool stuff out there, but that one's going to be my all-time favorite. The last Agne Kai. Forever. Yep. Which, by the way, did you guys watch Visions yet?
0: No. No. I haven't watched I it I have not. Okay. Been busy, buddy. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. missing out. It's all So, I'm saying.
0: yet again, Azula escapes. And we see uh, Ukano is held up by two Kamiri Kage, and then we flash back to uh, Ozai. Yeah, yeah it or, cut, I'm sorry.
2: It cuts away and to Ukano, and then it cuts away again. Like there's so many
0: cutaways. Very fast paced. Yeah, and then it cuts to Iroh and Ursa.
2: You, it kind of honestly, it kind of wraps up uh, uh, not just Ursa's storyline, but it also kind of wraps up Iro. In what way? In his his son, like you, kind of get. Oh uh, right. Like, cause she she asks Iro how he got over the fact of Luten dying, so and he says, "You you you never get over it. He's not over it. You know. You just you, the, the thing that you could the only thing that you can do is is teach the kids about the danger in the world. You know, with unclouded eyes. Yeah, you
1: need Ooh. to embrace fear." With unclouded eyes is what he was saying. Embr- right. um,
2: embrace fear.
1: Well, he says, Ursa, the fear will always be with you, always, even after he- she returns. You must learn to see it with unclouded eyes.
2: I I feel this. Like I I understand what he's talking about. Yeah, as a dad, you're yeah, sure, yeah, you're sure yeah, you you get this. There, of, I right. mean, there's there's all kinds of things that go along with being a parent that, that you you just don't you don't you don't want your kid to go through a lot of things that you went through or or whatever. So there's always that fear that they're going to experience something that, that you you don't want them to experience. Yeah, it seems like it's really good writing. Sure. Like they're able to convey. It, it seems like uh, they're a parent. The, whoever wrote this is a parent. Yeah, and,
1: and that's another thing in the annotations again. Gene talking about how this is basically a conversation he had with a family friend. Right. When I'm guessing when his kid was born too. Right. So, pretty cool. I mean, it's, dude, and again, it's just Iroh being Iroh, right? Like, just there to drop those wisdom bombs on people when they need it the most. Right. And then another cutaway. Shocker, right? We're back to the fight scene with the Kimura kage out in the uh, the uh, graveyard.
0: Yeah, but the la- leftover Kimura kage get taken down by Aang, it shows. And I actually like this, that he doesn't enter the Avatar state. He can just take them, you know? Oh, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, he's yeah. fucking OP. That- yeah, exactly. It shows how strong gang is. That makes do, Does Avatar he enter state. the Avastar State
1: in no. any of the comics?
0: Well, yeah, in the other ones. But not in this one.
1: Hmm. I can't recall.
0: I don't think he does in North and South. I know he does in the Promise. Yeah. The Promise? He does in the yeah. Promise.
1: Yeah, but he doesn't at all in this book. No, You're right. which is cool. He is able to take down the Kamura Kagi. They almost get the best of him though, so they're fighting, right? And eventually the tunnel where the kids are leading out of is... You know, he has the same exit to the graveyard, so Aang finds him. You know, he opens up a door. There's all the kids making their way up. And the current issue with Dukano and the Komura Kage is going down on the stairwell. They almost get Aang. It does, it's not right away, right? But they almost yeah. get him in, in one of these things By like, hitting him with some smoke with bombs. With some smoke, yeah. And, they, and like, because he breathed in at the wrong time. And yeah. And just inhaled all the smoke. Seems like actually a pretty solid strategy. Um, I don't think it was anything that we've seen before. And I also really like that the Kimura Kage here in this scene um, are using fire whips. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. In the my opinion, that's really one of cool. the coolest techniques yeah, yeah. for firebending. Like you see it in waterbending. It's like inherent to waterbending. But a fire whip, super cool.
0: Another showdown between Zuko and Azula. God, the cuts, man. <laughs> yeah, it just like it cuts away and it comes cuts back. There's just a lot of different things going on. Did but we, um, Did we see the da- the dagger fight? It's, oh yeah, that's the yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: so now they've made their way into one of the catacombs, or into one of the what are those things called? Where it's like a, a big grave temple thing? Uh, crypt. A crypt. They're yeah, a crypt. they make their way into a crypt, right? And who's, who is who is this crypt?
0: The first, it's the, the fir- trusted advisor of the first Fire Lord.
1: Oh, trusted advisor of the first Fire Lord.
0: I don't know why that wasn't pertinent information. It's really not. Yeah, it's really not. It's like really
1: they mention not. it,
0: like it's supposed to be important, but it's really not. And this is where they fight dagger style. So uh, when Aang kind of gets uh, all smoked up, Kilo um, and uh, all smoked up. Oh yeah, all yeah, smoked right? up. Kilo and May get. <laughs> what does <up>. that mean? <laughs> get-
2: Yo, that guy got all, got smoked up. <laughs> damn, <laughs> bro. damn, bro. We got smoked, smoked
0: up, him, bro. Smoked out. <laughs> smoked him. That's a different. That's a different book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, May and Kilo come in and and uh, get the upper hand on these two Kamiri Kage, give them a hard thump, and May is finally um, reunited with Tom Tom. Yes,
1: Reuni- so I we still haven't answered how they freaking produce the smoke.
0: No,
3: how? they they, they they're probably
2: the, the, the little ninja eggs that they like <laughs> ninja
1: egg <Yeah>. ninja egg <laughs> vanish. Okay. I, I mean, it's got to be something like that because they just are
2: have infinite amounts of. It. I mean, you've seen Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, Ninja yeah. vanish. They throw it on the ground, puff smoke.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's got. That's it. They consulted the Ninja Turtles. Before, they did. They did <laughs> before they came out here. <laughs> Head cannon. Head cannon. Ooh, you people do mashups like that kind of stuff all that the time. Dope. Like, uh, you know, I would like, a, uh, I would like to see the. I would like to see Ang team up with the Ninja Turtles. Would Ra-
2: Raphael would be would be a firebender. Dude, it's built right into their colors. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Raphael's a firebender. Leonardo's a waterbender. Michelangelo is a Earthbender. Earth- oh, I'm sorry. Air- Airbender. Airbender. And then Donatello's an earthbender. Fuck. It does it work. It makes dude. Donatello cooler. I'm gonna tell you what.
1: <laughs> I like Donatello. So then what does that make uh uh, uh Splinter? Splinter. The Avatar, I don't Splinter. Think I, I don't know. He's just Guru Iro. Batik. Sokka? Iro. Oh, Iro.
2: Iro? Yeah. I was, that's. I was gonna say Iro. Iro. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, <Say> <laughs> get <outta here>. Splinter.
3: Splinter. <laughs> oh, don't get me started.
0: <laughs> don't get me started. Ah. Uh, so now we have the final showdown between Azula and Zuko. I don't think this is the final showdown.
2: No, it's not. Because definitely. They're gonna. Have, they're gonna bring Azula back. It's
1: whatever. the final one for for this book, though. Sure, so. sure, sure. And it goes hard.
0: Well, they're fighting with daggers.
2: They the they wanted to make this scene grittier than the last Agni Kai, so they gave them both <laughs> both daggers. And it is. I mean, it is. It's hand to hand combat at this point now, basically. Right. Azula has these blue daggers, and Zuko has these red daggers.
1: I, I just freaking love the blue fire bending. So thing.
2: do I, man. It just it it her character. Okay, so. Here's the other the other thing that the next scene. So she pretty much gets the upper hand on Zuko, and she could she could murk him if if she wanted to, and she says, "I'm of clear mind now." And then Zuko says, "Well, that's th- good for you, Azula. <laughs> like he she just tried to murder you. Yeah, she's trying to murder your entire, your, all your your friends and and family members. No, take her out. God damn it, Ukano has a point.
1: Yep, should have listened to Iroh too." No, she's crazy and needs to go down. She needs to go down.
0: Yeah. And she reveals to him that her plan was never to become Fire Lord. Her plan was to tarnish him and, and make him do the wrong things. Make Zuko the Fire Lord that... Azula wants him to be? Azula wanted to be. I don't think... It was, I was kind of like, uh... A, I, a Fire Lord that's not respected, a Fire Lord that's feared. I didn't think is Zuko, what she wants. Zuko was that crazy in this book, though
2: but it's the that's the seed that she's trying to plant right. is that she wants Zuko to be ruthless like like uh, she would be or like Ozai was and it's just not going to happen
1: yeah and she says here like deep down inside you're still
2: one of us is the term that she uses which is why i think she would murder kilo she oh yeah would yeah, murder yeah, yeah, kilo? Yeah. kilo yeah yeah, yeah that's yeah. what, yeah, what i'm saying die. she she's yeah royal family how dare you speak to Zuko that way? Zuko wouldn't wouldn't kill you, but you know what? I'm not Zuko.
1: Yeah, and but Zuko's still one
2: of us, so Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh dude. Like, like that. Yeah, I like do like that, that, right? that. Yeah.
1: Azula's one of those people that's like, you, you you want her on your side. She's Vegeta. Yeah, exactly. She's, she's Vegeta. Vegeta. That's exactly what it is. Except a little bit more off the
2: off the rails than, uh, she, than Vegeta. She's Frieza in Dragon Ball Super. Uh, See, I didn't get, For all you yeah, I didn't DB super nerds, because she he comes back anyway. You'll get bored. Like Majin Boo and she's definitely Frieza. Free, yeah. she's definitely okay. Frieza. Okay, <laughs> I need to get there.
0: <laughs> um, How does Azula escape again?
1: Oh, she, she they just let her go. The ninja, the ninja, no, bomb. ninja vanish.
0: Whatever.
2: It's like it's who you are. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> you know, like she, I imagine she said it through the smoke. Like she, you can't see her. Homer Simpson's her way <laughs> through a freaking bush.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's it and then she like disappears. Right. It, it was very uh, almost like a Lion King. You know, when he's talking to Mufasa up in the, up in the <laughs> right, clouds. Right, it's right. like
2: remember, remember,
1: And then it like fades away. That's what it was like.
0: <laughs> so we, the kids, are all free. We have the resolution coming about. Uh, Ukano turns himself in, and May kind of accepts him. I th- I think she says, you know, you deserve prison for what you've done, but in the end, you were brave, and that's how I'll remember you. I actually like the resolution of Ukano. That's
2: that's rough, buddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's that's how I'll remember you. Like you're never gonna see him again. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I agree with I agree with Ricky though. I think.
1: He owned up to his his mistake. He's accepting the you know the the Rupert consequence that it. comes with it, and and he's not you know asking any questions about it. I right. think that's respectable.
2: So the next scene, you see, Zuko is addressing the nation, and and honestly, I feel like what he does here is what every politician in the fucking world needs to do when they mess up and and own up to it he owns up to his, his shortcomings and he he basically says what you know what he the the actions that he took were not out of out of love it was you know it was out of fear and he's going to do better
1: yeah, he says that he responded poorly. Right. He takes responsibility again, which is true. And that in itself is really an act of, like, we, we've we been kind of shitting on Zuko a lot this whole, and because for good reason, right? right. Like, right. he's been pretty uh, weak, but to take responsibility like that in front of everybody is a very strong move.
2: It's, 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 a, it's a different kind of strength when you're able to uh, yeah. admit your faults. For sure.
1: And then he says he resolves to do better, better. right? But while this is all going down up, in the, uh, up on a roof somewhere, the Kamurakage are looking down on him.
0: They're basically like, we'll be back. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which is awesome, because I want to see more of them. Yeah, and then they
1: ninja bomb smoke away again.
0: <laughs> and then there's the the flower shop. It looks like Kilo breaks up with May. Uh,
2: Yes, I, that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah. Oh, I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that May was outside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you miss this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? I don't know. I was just looking at that fine-ass granny that was there with the broom. <laughs> oh, my say? God. <laughs> This just really takes up, you know, the focus of the panel. Find that find mm, Girl, Which, you sweep that porch.
0: So we can say sweep, by- Sweep, sweep, sweep. It says it right there. But this scene is is important because it's like, oh, yeah, you're really nothing to the story. You know? I don't know how important that is. <laughs> I've got stuff to do. Kilo just sucks. It makes it seem like they're
1: leaving it open-ended to where they may bring him back at I at least no. have the option to bring it. I back.
2: think what they're doing is they're leaving it open-ended for Mei and Zuko to get back together at a later date.
0: Right, or Suki.
3: <laughs>
2: I do like that ship. I really
1: do. I
0: really like that ship. It's the first one I've gotten behind.
1: I mean, they literally say, she's like, when will we see you again? And he goes, I don't know, maybe never. Like Good. Uh, As
0: no. it, that's a commentary to the reader?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping...
1: Never, but it seems like it's ambiguous. Like Maybe we'll bring him back one day in another comic. Who knows? Maybe
0: not. We don't know.
1: Yeah. It just seemed very not concrete. Right.
2: Which, it's like, I got stuff to do. Like, what stuff? Is that what he says? Yeah. I got stuff to do. Oh, okay. Whatever. So, another cutaway after that. And this time, we're seeing Iroh uh, escort Ursa to the
0: jail cell of Ozai. And this is basically Ursa facing her fear of Ozai, right? So she steps in, and he's, he's yelling at her. He says, you know, I told you if you ever returned, I'll, I'll have you murdered, and I'm going to make it worse than I that. Mean, and right. she's scared at first, but then she sees him through unclouded eyes. And she's like, dude, you you're, lame. Yeah, you're, lame. <laughs> you're lame. Your heart is like two sizes too small. You know, <laughs> she the,
2: totally uh, grinches
0: his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well, the dialogue here you you put it you put this dialogue over Azula, and it would it would have the exact same effect. Well, Ozai and Azula are very similar. Yeah, yeah right. just they, they. I didn't really see that much in these comics in general, any of the comics until right now. Just right. how close they really are. Right. As far as the way they perceive things
0: and talk. When, I, when I was first reading this. <laughs> Uh, I was like, like thirty wait. minutes ago. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, he's not in chains or anything. Why doesn't he firebender? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yeah. There's
1: this one scene in the show. You know, you might you
0: may have remembered it right. And then it ends with uh, Ursa approaching Key in her bed, and she said, "Mommy, you're back."
1: Yeah. So she basically said she's not afraid of Ozai anymore, right? And she walks away from him, closing that chapter.
2: So it kind of. It, That right there kind of – I think what they're trying to say is that the reason that Kiyi and Ursa weren't really getting along is because Ursa was too uh, preoccupied with this fear um, so that she doesn't really have any kind of connection with with Kiyi, especially with this new face.
1: Yeah, and well, in her fear, right, like at the beginning of the book in part one – when they're on the ship and she's like super scared and concerned it's like that fear was manifesting itself in their relationship right it wasn't necessarily that she was scared for Key all the time right and maybe she was right And but the, after Iroh had that discussion with her I think it flipped a lot of switches right I think no I agree with you 100% I think that's exactly why they followed up closing off that Ozai chapter with Ursa right with resolving Key
0: and Ursa too
2: so that's the end of it what did you guys think
0: I really like Smoke and Shadow. I, I really thought it was probably the I haven't have, read the rift, but it was my favorite so far. It's
2: definitely the best one so far.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. this is my I favorite. I mean, Azula
0: one. action is always fun. It's always fun to see. There was a lot of action in general in this book. I think it's the best one so far. The story's pretty cool too. Yeah? Know? Like yeah, the no, secret no, no, societies
1: yep. and the mystique of the of the Kamurakage and all of this stuff.
0: And like they're like uh they're a good enemy for the Avatar, I feel like. But yeah, I mean I agree with that. Yeah.
1: Who was the main focus of the conflict? It was It was pretty much Zuko, right? Like, there was a lot of Mei in here, and there was a lot of, like, side conflict, but I don't know if there was necessarily one focal... Like, the obviously, the bad guys are the Kamura Kage, but who, who were they really battling against?
2: Well, they were trying to discredit Zuko as the Fire Lord. That was, that's the whole point right. of this story is that they're trying to discredit him as a fire lord and then well it will come to find out that that azula is trying to shape Zuko into a different kind of fire lord so and by doing that by by creating a riot and by having this new Ozai society you know through through all that uh, they discredit him as a as a fire lord
1: which is a pretty cool uh
2: villain motive right. I think it causes him to overreact. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's a sister, right? Like, who's going to be better to pull that off than, than Azula? Than Azula. Right. So really, I guess this conflict, all the conflicts revolve around Zuko, pretty much, then. Like, right. Zuko and Mei. Right. Mei has her own conflict with Kilo,
2: but still an extension well, of Zuko. Lucano. Mei has her conflict with Lukano. Oh, that's true. Yes. That, that too.
0: Something I liked about this book is that the focus is on, like, Mei, Ty Lee, and Suki on the side, too. They get to be involved in this book, rather than like, main team avatar, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you get a lot of involvement with them, which is always cool to see.
1: And Aang's role in this isn't really necessarily
0: critical to anything. Not entirely. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's definitely Zuko-based. You
1: could
2: have put really anybody there. No, I don't know if you could put anybody in there. It's because the whole idea the was that they didn't know if the Kimura-Kage were spirits or not. So then that's why they got Aang, is because they thought they were right. spirits. And if they're going to deal with the spirits... Then they need to have the avatar.
1: That, no, that's true. That's a good point.
2: I just think his uh, overall influence on how things played out was very minimal. Right. Once they found out, hey, this is not—he uh, could have left. He could have been like, "All right, guys, you know, they're not spirits. You don't need me anymore." <laughs> he could have left, but being the Avatar and knowing Aang's character, he—he he didn't leave and he helped uh, wherever he could. So how many cabbages
0: do we give it? Oof. I'm giving part three a nine. Ooh, are you really? Ooh. You're going that high? Okay. We've
1: yeah. ne- we've never scored a nine. Oh man. No, that... I
0: scored a nine on Suki alone. You're putting oh, yes. it up there with Suki alone? Yeah. And see, the reason I like, and it's the same reason I didn't give Suki alone a ten, is because Suki didn't punch that one chick. <laughs> I'm serious. And I was like, that was the only part I didn't like. I don't like. I don't like that that Kilo did not get mollywopped at least once. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Okay, so 9 for Ricky. Ian?
2: Uh, I don't know if I can give it a 9. I don't I don't know because I there's certain things in there that I that I'm I don't like. I'm going to give it an
1: 8.5. Okay, I was thinking 8.5 too. Yeah. Why why do you think
2: 8.5? It's the best out of all three of them. Um, there's the most action in here and you get Azula. That's yep. true. You get dagger Azula. That's true. Yep.
1: And you said you liked it more than the other comics we've reviewed so far? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So I think overall, well, I'm sorry, what do you give it? Eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half. Yeah, and for the I, same reasons you guys I said. I think overall, we it's probably lands at eight then, I think, on our... Yeah, if we gave it a perfect 10, <laughs> I think we
2: did the calculations. If yeah. we did a perfect 10, it would have been like a nine-one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it lands
0: at an eight. So this
1: is really the winner then so far overall. Yeah. It's hard to compare it to stuff
2: like uh,
1: Suki alone because that's just one little short book, and this is like a whole story.
2: I mean, you, you read uh, North and South, like is it I like north and south but I, I didn't I, I like this more for sure right. this is definitely better than the rift is it yeah
1: even with all the spirit stories yeah and all no this that? is better than the rift I need that to read the rift
2: way more action than the rift uh, I mean general old iron is cool he looks cool yang Chen is definitely cool but yeah this is better
1: that's a bold statement I will I have to get into the rift uh, in the near future hey I don't have to read that one so. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, you, don't. you don't that's nice uh, all right, so we'll give it. We'll give it a what? Eight, eight and a quarter overall. Sure. Eight.
0: Yep. Yeah. I like eight that. and a quarter. Eight and a quarter. Two quarters. I'm I'm sorry. Two coins make thirty cents. One of them is not a nickel.
1: Have you been hanging out with Ian too <laughs> much? <laughs> is this some kind of Ian, Ianism? Yeah. <laughs> is it's, it's a riddle. Okay? <laughs> it's a riddle.
0: What, it <laughs> what is it? The uh, Six dozen quarters so, is half a dozen. Six hands. of one, and half a dozen another. <laughs> yeah. But then the, what
2: what was the other one that you
0: uh, Oh, I don't even remember. I don't
1: know. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Some honism yeah. we'll call them from now on.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce A Z on Instagram. Y'all ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yip, yep, yep. Say it. <laughs> yep, yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs>